Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today hey there everybody how you doing ed larson here from the brighter side and i want to tell you about this crazy event i got going on it's called the great mugshot roast and it's all presented by last podcast network and it's going to be on the last podcast network twitch channel the whole thing is a benefit for the last prisoner project which is a great organization that gets people out of jail on marijuana charges. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's a no-brainer. So let's raise some money and roast some mugshots of volunteers only. Uh, I can't wait for this. We'll see you guys on September 12th. Riverdale just keeps on Riverdaling, doesn't it? And in fact, it Riverdaled extra hard this week because old MJ couldn't get to watch it and also ran into a bit of an emergency. Don't worry, everybody's okay. They're doing all right. Um, but uh, and then I, it just left me in quite a predicament because I know literally no one that watches Riverdale. <laughs> How do I do an episode of Riverdale Roundup if I, or I guess I could monologue about it or what I could do is I could be really nice to Goth Daddy and ask Jeff if he would join me. Hello. <laughs> to talk about Riverdale. Welcome, Jeff. Jeff is here. Jeff is, Jeff is my fiance, if you guys don't know. And we sit and we scream at each other regardless about Riverdale every week anyway. So now you get to hear um, what we're screaming about. This is great for me. Honestly, me stepping in to do the podcast with you is actually doing myself a favor because if, oh? you, if you sat in here and screamed about Riverdale just by yourself for 40 minutes, I think that would push us over the edge. I think that that would be finally it. I think that Twilight <laughs> by myself and me talking about Twilight completely alone, it's like that's the extent. If you if you talk about any more insane properties in this room by yourself, <laughs> it will destroy us. You just come in and go, ah, I just become a feral. Uh, honestly, I might become the rat king, but we're not there quite we there. Almost <laughs> at, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you think that a rat king was going to show up in Riverdale's episode today? No, uh, neither did we gun to my head. I couldn't have predicted anything that happened in this episode. No, I I came out of nowhere. But you know what? I think I loved it. I loved it. I really, really liked the episode. It um, it it's it sort of like it was like hearing all of us say over the last couple of episodes. But what about all of the plot points? What? How are you going to wrap anything up? And it's like you know what. Fuck you. We'll wrap up eight plot points in one episode. All in one We'll go. pick all of them up at once, except Veronica. Fuck you, Veronica. You don't get to be here at all with your weird uncut gem storyline. Uh, it, it was for the best, because honestly, we all know that Veronica has not gone through the traumas that the other ones have she gone through. She was in through. a helicopter accident. Yeah, maybe she was in a <laughs> helicopter accident. Did you forget about the helicopter? Of, of course I forgot about the helicopter accident. What, what do you think? I'm just sitting here stewing about the helicopter accident? I don't know what you do in this room. I cry. Oh, God. A lot. There's a lot of crying. Again, this is why you could not do this Riverdale Roundup. <laughs> no, and I can't thank you enough for joining me. Now, um, obviously, I'm used to screaming about this, and Jeff is used to screaming about this, but usually just stoned in our bedroom. So I think it's going to be a kind of fun 
change of tune in here today. I think it's great. Now, I guess we got to start off with the fact that this is called The Night Gallery, this episode, and I did not know what The Night Gallery was, yeah, but Jeff did know what The Night Gallery is. It's 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 not even an homage. It is straight up just the name and premise of Rod Serling's other major TV show, because like he had Twilight Zone, and then he did The Night Gallery, wherein... He would walk around this uh, bizarre space and show these very weird paintings, and then that would segue into a story. And as a very subtle homage to it, very sneaky, almost couldn't notice it, (laughs) Cheryl walked around a creepy space and showed off weird paintings. I will say it's better than last week when it was called Reservoir Dogs because there were dogs in it. I'm completely fine with this. It was, I, I saw Reservoir Dogs. I assumed there would be a jewel heist. You know, you'd think there is an actual gemstone yeah. owner in... We're thinking much more about You're this. You're right. Though. No, no, no. This is, this is way too far. <laughs> um, so, yes, we need to talk about the fact that... So, last week, MJ and I were screaming about where the hell is Minerva? Because Minerva was the art dealer that Cheryl fell in love with who just kind of showed up and then started living with her. And then just disappeared. And then disappeared because I forgot that Nana apparently said that she we was- should the, We should sacrifice her? her? And I don't remember that part. There's a lot that goes on. I don't remember show. that at all. All I knew was that she was gone and now she is back. And she is the one that Cheryl is showing her paintings to because in between- Creating a maple-based religion, mm-hmm. maple syrup-based religion with her mother. Yeah. That all, yes, they, they, oh, what is it? Believe in the power of maple syrup and women, apparently? It's very weird that, like, they are, I don't know, like, this is just an aside for, this is the one thing in Riverdale that doesn't make sense. But. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. She, the day she we're says that there were, we're worshiping goddesses. Goddesses. But um, that her brother's the messiah? Yeah, well, Jason can be one and all. JJ knows no limits. I, like. And so Minerva's there, all right? Okay. And Minerva's not there to become a part of the religion. No, she is there to look at the paintings that Cheryl's been making of her friends. Uh, omnisciently, I'll point out. You're right. Because. Or, or was it in the past? I don't know. The timeline's very fuzzy on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it's the only thing fuzzy in Riverdale. But um, that no, somehow she was able to not only know about what was going on in Jughead's AA meeting, <laughs> but <laughs> which, by the way, just throwing this out there, he said his whole name, which... The last second word's anonymous, so fuck that up. But <laughs> that's my favorite too. Watching this with Jeff, who has been to AA meetings before, yeah. it's just like that's not how AA runs. No, no. As as a uh, guy who's like quit drinking and been to meetings and stuff, this whole thing was just like, man, I'm so glad I never had that guy in a meeting. <laughs> how do you follow that guy? How do you tell your story of how you fell off the wagon after that guy talks about the Rat King? Well, maybe it's because <laughs> the man that was leading the AA. Meeting eating ass, is any of that true? Which I don't think you're also supposed to ask those things at an AA meeting. But <laughs> it starts off with Archie, which of course, Archie was in World War One, and we can't forget that Bingo wasn't a dog, he was a man. Remember how those children from who born whose parents were in high school mm-hmm. in 1988. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, went yeah, off yeah, yeah. to go fight in World War One In the trenches, yes. In trenches. And now he's back and he is pissed. So what happens? Uh, for some reason, Cheryl hears that everybody does, that everybody does. Yeah, there's so palladium under the maple So that gross. doesn't make any sense. What? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I, may, I ask too much. <laughs> I can't. I don't need the show to be completely consistent. I'm fine that it has its own completely gobbledygook internal logic. (laughs) But Hiram wasn't telling everyone about the Palladium. No, but I think that Veronica was because Veronica found out about the Palladium. You're right. Veronica was telling everyone. And she's got chatty Kathy face. I've got gemstones. That and Reggie. 
Reggie definitely oh, can't keep his mouth beautiful shut. Beautiful bastard. Two episodes prior, he watched, he gave a ghost gun to Hiram to murder an <laughs> old man in his bed. And the next episode, he's like, maybe we should like screw him over and take his money, which is just classic Reggie. Classic Reggie. But now don't worry, Reggie's down in those mines. You know, the mines underneath the maple grove. The ones that have always been They've there. always been They've there. They've always been there. The mines shut for up. the palladium. <laughs> Of course they have. <laughs> and so what does Cheryl, what is she going to do? She's going to round up those boys. Round up the boys. It was, in fact, a Riverdale roundup. It, oh, my God, it was. They do listen. <laughs> now, it was a Riverdale roundup of Riverdale's sexiest young mid-20-somethings and Uncle Daddy. Throw them down there in the mine. Get them working. But, of course, you can't put baby in a mine. He's got trauma. He's got he trauma. can't handle it. But also, what else is down there besides palladium? Carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> so the uh, actual terror of the show, the actual uh, villains, the serial killers, or Mothman. It's, it's carbon it's, monoxide it's poisoning. Carbon monoxide. I would say it would answer a lot of questions about what's what's going on in Riverdale. I think that the final episode of the show should just be like a general hospital sort of end. Carbon monoxide. Yeah. Die. Yeah, but it's just Jughead in a mental asylum because he had ter- he got carbon monoxide madness in the entire. <laughs> Show just fantasy. <laughs> but that's in the future. Currently, it's Archie that has the carbon monoxide madness. <laughs> or is it everybody that has the carbon monoxide madness? So he doesn't want to go down there because Bingo was his name oh, dead in the trenches. But when he's <laughs> that's under not there. how I learned the song. <laughs> <laughs> D-E-A-D dead D-E-A-D dead D-E-A-D dead And bingo, bingo died in the trenches Oh no <laughs> Oh god So he's down there And he So then they start spinning yarns About how the old miners You know from when the mines were created down Ooh, there. For I'm the just going to throw out there were terrible miners if they didn't notice the palladium. No, they, they, they that it was right there. They've been they've been mining for like six hours, and he finds a chunk of palladium the size of a softball. Oh yeah, and yet all of the previous ones, I guess they were just too fucked up on carbon monoxide. It's all the carbon monoxide poisoning. They're down there thinking they see Mothman, but they're not. It's the carbon monoxide. But in between fucking Jacob's ladder hallucinations, Archie's <laughs> able to like. Save all of his friends and find Palladium. And find Palladium all in one go. So he's scared of going down there. In fact, Kevin on their lunch break, Kevin's not hungry, which I think all has to do with his mother fat shaming him. And that's why he cruises in the woods. (laughs) But he doesn't want to eat lunch. So Archie's like, can't leave a man behind. So he goes into the cave to go get him, pulls him out, thinking that it's going to be Mothman. Something down there is going to happen. Cuts to the next day. Oh, I forgot. This whole time, thank God, Archie starts going to therapy. Archie needs to go to therapy. KJ Apple was very good this episode. He was great. And also Magic and Amic Alice Cooper directed this episode as well. I think that she did a great job. It was a weird fucking episode. I liked how weird it was. I think I loved this episode. I really, really enjoyed it. And so this entire time, he's going to therapy Therapist wants to put him on Xanax, and he's like, no, 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 don't need Xanax. Eventually, he she gives him the Xanax. So he's starting to think that these hallucinations are from, are the from Xanax. Yeah. Which, I get it. I think we've all been there before. I mean, I've done a good amount of Xanax, and I never hallucinated stuff. But no, I thought the Mothman 2019, didn't you have that, uh, that November? We lost him, November 2019. <laughs> he was taking all those Zanny bars and talking to the Mothman. I get it, you know? <laughs> no, you weren't. So it wasn't, <laughs> though. It wasn't the Xanax that was giving him the hallucinations. Again, it was the carbon monoxide. Because when he goes to mine the palladium the next day, so he hears shooting, he hears screaming, he goes into the cave, and Fang's, oh, what was Fang singing? 
Fangs was oh, what was that song? And then and also Kevin's holding himself, going, "He loves me. He loves me now." Well, he was he holding a me. bundle in his arms, and I think that was supposed to be he was he was hallucinating. He was holding his uh, abandoned love child. Where with is TT? <laughs> somewhere. Thank God she's not in the mine. Oh Good. my God, no, not with the baby down there too. And then it cuts to. Oh, God. We found out his name last week, and I immediately forgot his name. Jackson? Uh, Waxon maybe? Jackson. The, his, his, Ernie. His army buddy, Ernie. Oh, oh. Old uh, cave dweller, Ernie. Oh, yeah. He's trying to kill Uncle Grumpel's Daddy. one leg. Also, I will say, completely wrong last week, and that actor does actually uh, has a missing leg. Oh! So I do, I, I do appreciate, thank you guys for letting me know, because I was not, I did not know that he was um, differently abled, and I'm proud of Riverdale for hiring someone that they should have. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely astonished they made a correct choice. Yeah! Fantastic! I mean, so, honestly, he's very good. I'm glad they got him. Well, you know, he is. He's very good he for ex- Riverdale. He's very good for Riverdale. <laughs> so he goes down there, Archie breaks it up, turns out it's carbon monoxide. They gotta get out of the caves. What does Cheryl have to say? I don't give a shit. I want more palladium. Yeah. <laughs> like a real blossom. It was great. She was like straight out of like a Dickensian novel. Of just She's like, just- you get back there and you mind me, my precious ore, you strapping young bucks. Mm, meanwhile, she's over there sucking down maple syrup and kissing on her brother's corp. Well, maybe not kissing on it as much anymore, but who knows what she does in her free time besides (laughs) painting a lot. (laughs) And so that was, so the first painting of Archie is him in the mines. Again, maybe it is, maybe she's omniscient. It's yeah. Maybe it's the future. Whether she's omniscient or not, she's not a very good painter. You know, we were, yes. All the faces are very weird. Man, Betty's. Betty's. Speaking of, okay, so we're, we're now next, we're at Betty's. Yeah, next so the next vignette. painting is that. <laughs> Her painting was rough. Her painting was rough, and I've worked like a lot of horror conventions, so I've seen a lot of fan art of people holding chainsaws. Oh, yeah, I And bet. this um, was very run-of-the-mill. It was yeah. her. She had like a very stern face. She sort of looked like Bruce Willis in like an eleven wig. Ooh, or in Lupa. She didn't. She did look. Like <laughs> <laughs> so Betty, remember where we last left Betty when she found that serial killer that she and the other 120 pound young beautiful woman were going to drag off somewhere to go question him. Okay, so this is where I need to just jump in real quick because Betty is not a law enforcement officer anymore, right? And I don't want to be like the devil's advocate guy, but this dude has not been caught doing anything. He is innocent in the eyes of the law. So Betty kidnaps an innocent man. Yeah. We, as the audience, know that he did something. But even if, like, he confessed to everything, zero of that is admissible. But at the same time. He would never see prison time if this was the what happened. Don't you remember, Jeff, when he said, I have rights. This is the United (laughs) States of America. And she said, you're not in the United States anymore. <laughs> You're in, in Riverdale. Riverdale. Yeah, you crazy bitch. Yeah. Um, Betty's being a crazy bitch. She's really bad at this. And, <laughs> but I, at the same time, I'm so happy that Dark Betty is back. It's so good. I think it's great. I because where does she take him? You think maybe the sex bunker? No, she takes him to, to Riverdale s- High School. To the shop <laughs> class. She walks out of that garage to have her like emotion, brief emotional breakdown and flashback to the trash bag killer. And she's in the halls in front of the locker. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a perfectly feasible underground bunker. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. You can really easily kill someone. That at. no one locks. No. You just go. No, you just go down there. And I think that you could definitely take care of him down there. But, you know, she doesn't. She brings him to Riverdale. Great plan. And because, you know, I keep saying disenfranchised. What is Riverdale? (laughs) Unincorporated. Unincorporated. (laughs) It is an unincorporated city, which is my favorite that MJ loves to scream about the fact that that is not how this works. It's not how these things work. It doesn't mean that you just don't, like, no laws apply to you, that you could do whatever you want. Yeah. 
So, like, the term, like, outlaw, right, originally comes from, like, a sentencing that a criminal would get where they're, like, no longer protected by the law. And they were, like, banished to the wilderness and anyone could do whatever they want to them. Yeah. And Riverdale thinks that when you unincorporate a city, that happens to a whole town. But how sick is that? <laughs> I mean, Honestly, the fact is, like, Keaton didn't lean in. They're they should lean it. in. There should be bands of, like, road warriors and ravagers running through the Remember town. Remember all of the criminals that they let go after the prison break where did they go to jeff did they round them up no isn't uncle daddy still an escaped prisoner am i yeah but he's a mercenary so i think he gets he gets away with it that doesn't make any sense (laughs) also why did he say he went mining in alaska when he was mining just a couple weeks earlier in the prison also mined in alaska jeff why would you ever question uncle daddy i'm just saying the time that you were mining palladium a couple weeks ago was probably more okay i'm getting off (laughs) please we're talking about betty betty's upset betty's trying to kill the kill not the trash bag killer can i kill this man (laughs) oh my god Betty did get permission from Alice Cooper to kill the man that mayhaps killed her sister, Polly. Again, so, yeah, in the eyes of the law, this man is not convicted of anything no, except being and really weird. No proof of anything. I mean, there's proof of him chasing her around with a chainsaw. Sure, 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 sure. But I'm saying, like, of uh, of being able to hold him, of being able to torture him. Yeah, and so what, he, what she was going to do to him was gonna cut off his ankle and then cauterize it and then cut it off of the knee and then cauterize it and who was gonna do that to her jeffrey her trauma the trash bag killer it was the trash bag killer that when betty was honestly great episode yeah the more i think about it because i really enjoyed this episode. jeff and i do this conversation we have this conversation because i need you guys to know it is late at night i am stoned and we no it's, watched, a, it's 11 o'clock right? and we watched this and uh, so usually we do this without being recorded. So it's kind of nice to really get this. Yeah, normally um, we're just in bed, out. just yeah, staring yeah, yeah, yeah. at the ceiling, wondering what we just did to ourselves. Like, why? Uh. So Alice gives Betty permission to kill the lonely highway killer. What are we calling him? Because he's not the trash bag killer. Well, uh, ch- trucker killer, truck stop killer, trucker killer, trucker killer. And so we don't even know if he is. Or if he's, you know what, goddamn Riverdale, I forgot. He's part of a family. Family of killers. I love that. He's a part of a family of killers because he was like, like, yeah, when I'm hunting with the family. And how, man, we just kept, we've been screaming about like, okay, Riverdale's already had serial killers. Next, already did it. But have they? Yeah, sure. They've had daddy serial killer. Sure. They've had serial killer genes. Yes. Serial killer brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. But not an entire Never. family of serial killers. Okay, Jeff, lay it down now. We have not talked talk about this beforehand, though. Who do you think that he's related to in Riverdale? Oh, I, I feel like he has to be related to somebody that like is a part of this. So they're like, oh, you're the, like, is he one of the brothers of the, oh God, turkey clan? Oh, uh, <laughs> when they burst the turkey that they came back for half of an episode, the family, the Boots clan that they came in. Boots clan? Is that Teenage Mutant Turtles? The Foot Gang? Yeah, you, well, you know who I'm talking about. I don't know who you're talking about at all, and I watch every episode you do. <laughs> they they just got out of prison, and then they they happened to be, and they're like, yeah, we came back. Oh, wait, are you bad. talking about Dodger and his, like, hatchet face? Artful mom? Dodger, yes, I am. Oh, that is who I'm referring okay. to. Do you think Turkey that, clan? <gasps> turkey clan, because, they, because remember, they exploded the turkey when there was the holdup. Oh my god. Oh, I, uh, I can't believe you forgot about the exploding turkey. That's very good, but I don't think that's it because those guys, those are those are C-list. Oh, of course right? they're C-list. You know what's A-list? You know what's A-list? Hit me. Black Hood. All right? Whoa. I think these guys, these guys are distant relatives of Hal Cooper. Oh no, so and you think it's more of the family? <gasps> Do you think they're going to try and get Betty to join the family of killers? Yes, there will absolutely be that scene. I think it'll also be revealed <gasps> that their weird forest shack somewhere in the middle of the Lonely Highway is actually sitting on top of vent of carbon monoxide making <gasps> them all crazy. And that's why they're all killers. Oh my God, and that's where the genes that's mutated by the carbon monoxide. That it makes as much sense as anything else. <laughs> oh my 
guess that could be it. Um, I or maybe love it this for us. Or it probably <laughs> most likely isn't. But I do love the fact <laughs> that this creepist is a part of a clan of roving serial killers and i you know we're gonna meet the rest of them at some point wait but now i wonder if um charles and chick if they found their way out there and they're and now they're hunting with a new family because it's a part of their it's an extended part of their family i think they were onto something i mean charles and chick were both serial killers who were seeking out family Whoa! <gasps> I've just, I just did came. we? I think we figured it out. Did you? Did you just say you just came? No, I you <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh my god! All right, um, well I know what we're doing after this. Very. We're gonna keep about talking about Riverdale. Probably. Hi. <laughs> so all right. So he. So she gets permission from mommy to go kill the guild yep. sissy killer and. <laughs> He she gets there, but oh no, what happened? He bit his own tongue off. Yeah. And then choked on it. Which also is a thing that happened in the Silence of the Lambs. They keep making all of these comparisons sure, and sure, all sure. of these like things to Silence of the Lambs. And that was something that Hannibal Lecter made Migs do. Remember? Right, 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 yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Migs who was the guy who like chucked his stuff over at poor Clary Starling. Yes. And then that night, Hannibal Lecter essentially just like psychologically tortured him through the walls of the cell and yeah. makes bit his own tongue off and choke to death yeah. on it. So I just like, I can't, I feel like you gotta be really strong to do that. I don't right? think you, uh, I mean, uh, that, that, I don't that, think ugh. that you have to be strong physically to bite your own tongue off? Ooh. I think you just need to be really fucked up mentally. Yeah, well, I imagine he's got that in spades. And I I will say, to say to Alice fucking Cooper about how Polly squealed like a pig when I slit her throat, that was actually, like, it's pretty creepy. It's pretty fucked up. And also some of the weird, like, camera work, it was definitely a choice. But I liked the choices that Magic and Amic made. Yeah, honestly, all of the camera work in the previous segment in the mine was really, really good. Yeah. Like, honestly, there were they got a couple of good jump scares in there. It was like it was very acceptable, like spooky camera work. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And you know what I will give big ups to Betty? Big ups. She was going to cut his feet off and cut his legs off and cut his arms off because she grabbed that fucking chainsaw. You know, the chainsaw that hangs on the wall in the middle of the shop class class at the Riverdale High School. Yeah, 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 because you know what you need when you're working on cars. (laughs) A chainsaw. You get it, baby. (laughs) I watched. Yeah, you've watched enough car shows. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah. Give me the parts. Yeah. This bitch loves Top Gear. (laughs) Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. 
Um, so this man is going to be, I'm so excited to see what they're going to do with the rest of the quote unquote killers that are going to now go prey upon Riverdale. Yeah. But I'm assuming not a part of the killers that were released from Riverdale prison. <laughs> Different killers altogether. Different probably. killers. They haven't made any noise in about three weeks. I don't think we got to worry, but I think they learned their lessons. Yeah. You know, there's one thing in Riverdale, you know, a hundred percent. It is that if you don't see what happened. Happened with it. There's no way that that's just some loose string that lives inside of Aguirre Sacasa's brain. Or yeah, that yeah, yeah. he just like pulls out like the memory in Harry Potter, and it goes, yeah. ah, this one. Quick aside, just to bring, just it connected to that out of sight, out of mind thing. Please, uh, Betty specifically name dropped Doctor Curdle, and that they were taking you know this young highwayman to him to get an Doctor Curdle Junior. Doctor Curdle Junior. Um, so she's just going to tell Dr. Curdle I kidnapped this guy and then he killed himself after I was torturing him? I mean, you can pay off Dr. Curdle Jr. You know Dr. Curdle Jr. is not on the up and ups with the law. Dr. Curdle Jr. is <laughs> the most trustworthy man. Unimpeachable integrity. A pillar of the community. Then what happened to his father, Jeff? I don't know. I think his father was originally... The mortician. Oh, yeah, yeah. They replaced Dr. Colonel with Dr. Colonel Jr. with um, no explanation. No, but who needs it? It's a dangerous game that they play in Riverdale. <laughs> a place without laws. A place where you can go to get lost. Hell yeah. Now, it does make me sad that Hiram wasn't in this episode, but I guess I'll deal because we have Cheryl's going to take us over to our third just very interesting Painting. Portrait that mm -hmm. she made of Jughead. Look, Jughead's finally back. Yay. I guess yay. And the whole time we were just like, is he still just shit-faced and wandering around? And the answer nope. is yes. Uh, kinda. But he made it to New York. He did make it to New York. Now, now baby, I never lived in New York. Yeah, yeah, it's my town. You lived in New York for 12 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. How many... Um, uh, Rat Kings did you meet? Well, see, the thing is, is that, <laughs> so, you know that Rat King is a term of, like, of when Yeah, when rats, all their tails get when tangled When their tails together. get entangled together. Now, if you've not looked at what a Rat King is. It's pretty rock and roll. It's, I, well, you say rock and roll. It's very upsetting, but if you don't know what a Rat King is, please look it up. Um, it's very... Uh, upsetting and scary. All the tails look like spaghetti. Yeah, and they all like they get all wrapped up together, and then they um, eat each other to death um, with their thrashing. Well, well what's know. interesting is that I want to give a shout out to um, Rooney, who wrote in. That's I love this. Someone in Riverdale writers' room just Googled quote weird occurrences in NYC and just popped that into the Riverdale canon and rabies. <laughs> what a trip! Because last October. The headline in the New York Times, New York Nightmare, Man Falls Through Sidewalk into Rat-Filled Chasm. <laughs> and this is something that actually happened oh, last no. year. And I don't think that this happened with the um, rabies and the maple mushrooms, I mean, per se. But ugh. so what happened with Jughead? Where's Jughead been? I was like, all right, he's a drunk. He's so, a writer and he's a drunk. It opens up with him at an AA meeting where, again, he says his full name. <laughs> so and then people are stepping to him in his story of the accuracy of what he was saying, yes, which is very uncomfortable. Sure. And he to, to talk about how he's an alcoholic, we first need to start seven years ago oh. when I was in college. And the girl who broke my heart was being weird from a distance. Yeah, of course she was Jughead. But I will say, and something that they did make a lot more sense out of in this episode, because it never made sense with this voicemail. They keep bringing up this fucking voicemail of like, yeah, he called you a bitch. And not to be like this, but if that's the worst thing your ex-boyfriend said to you. Yeah, the the honestly, everything else he said. Not that, that you should ever be called a bitch, but you know what I mean? Where it's like <laughs> the, the fact that they brought up this voicemail so many times. But everything else he said in it was actually a fact. Yes. She did cheat and she is duplicitous and weird because she has a. And cold. Old, and and fake. cold. And a little fake. But she called he called her a duplicitous bitch. The the only thing that's wrong about that is that this should be part of like a measured conversation and not drunkenly left in a voicemail. And again, especially like with how hammered and how faced he was, yeah, 
I've received worse voicemails, and I hate to say that oh, loud. Oh, yeah, 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 I wish that all my drunk exes only called me a duplicitous <laughs> bitch. I would save so much money on therapy right now. So what happens to him? He's hammered for years. And I guess he's hammered for years. He immediately, in college, which is my favorite, whenever, uh, I love it when you guys write in of like, I'm a writer, that's not how you get an agent. Of course it's not. You don't just happen upon an agent that's just like, yeah, I mean, he was using the word moolah. Lots of moolah, kid. But, but baby, he sent it to like a hundred literary he, agents. Oh, that was so many. And the one who's uh, teleported from the 1950s? Is the one that got it. Listen here, kid. We're going to make some money. See, we're going to make some moolah. Moolah means money, kid. <laughs> You're going to be bigger than corned beef. It's the way of the future. In fact, at one point, he did go, YA, yeah. yeah. Because he's like, this is going to be the best YA novel this town's ever seen, which... It's just it's I love called the outsiders, that you so know. Much. No, the outcasts. The out. I'm sorry. That's it. The, yeah, it's called the outcasts. I wonder what it's based on. <laughs> this this hit YA novel, and I don't really. I lost a little bit of the timeline here. He so, gets drunk. He's with this girl uh, that he's get like he's eating mushrooms all the time. So he wrote. I will say, Basel wrote an entire hit novel. On shrooms? Yeah, no, that's... Well, he said that he the, that rough draft turned into it, so I imagine there's a lot of... A little bit of zhuzhin in there, yeah, I would there's like a, There's an old Hemingway quote, like, write drunk, edit sober, and I think he probably had to do a lot more sober editing to fix that I guy. Yeah. Are you quoting Jughead right now? <laughs> I feel like that's something that's like... As Hemingway said, I, I did not. I can re, I can remember a quote <laughs> without being Jughead. <laughs> Cut the legs out from Enrique, you duplicitous <laughs> bitch! No! <laughs> did you hear what he said to me? Did everybody hear what he said to me? You're golden fake. <laughs> I'm golden fake. I'm sorry. I am Jeffrey Adams, and I'm an alcoholic. And maybe you're. You have rabies. I might have rabies. Maybe instead of that whole time. Maybe like when you were having issues with alcohol. Maybe you just had rabies. Um, I'd love to blame anything other than my own bad decision making. <laughs> um, but I will say that that's not how rabies works. Uh, then my favorite is, is Jeff. All right, so guys, he falls through uh, a grate in the sidewalk. After leaving a very rude voicemail. He she was me. rude. He called her a bitch. So he said, I, I, I know that I really shouldn't try to follow the timeline of the time jump. I know that no one is trying to keep track of this, but I don't understand. How long between the Rat King thing and the AA meeting, what's the span of time between that? Because on the voicemail, he says seven, seven years. years ago. So. But that book he wrote years ago, because remember, he's like, I haven't written anything in years. Exactly. So are we to believe that he went to college, wrote... There's some stuff, dropped out of college, moved to New York, did a bunch of mushrooms, made the rough draft for the outcasts, released it, and then it took years to be actually released? Which, I mean, I guess would make sense. Maybe? I guess, like, okay, I guess he could finish the book like a year and a half earlier and then a year and a half later. But still, it wouldn't have been seven years because he was in this first year of college when he, like, wrote the couple pages. We're getting too, we're getting too far into it. <sighs> and it hurts my brain. I know it hurts your I'm brain. Gonna have a stroke. Don't. <laughs> so he gets faded. Oh, my God. He doesn't even make it to the release party. Because he falls into the sewer. He falls into the and sewer. He's And his first thought, which I've had this thought many times. I've had this thought three times a week since I moved to Los Angeles. Ooh. What if I just uh, crawled into a hole mm -hmm. and never dealt with another human being again? So it's interesting because, you know, you give me a lot of shit for Twilight, but, you know, that's literally what Bella did. When wow. Edward left her... She Bella went into the forest, the forest and laid down and was ready to die and was going to wait there until she died. Well, you know what? I think my only problem with that is that if I were in those situations, I would at least like build some sort of 
lean to. Ooh. And I would just, I'm now a person of the force. I'm not Ooh. waiting to die because I'm a sparkly bitch. We are talking about I'm Jughead. sorry, <laughs> we're not talking about Twilight right now. We're talking about Riverdale. So he, he falls down there and who does he meet? Not his agent, but his agent dressed like the Rat King. So do you think that this, maybe I'm looking too far into this. Do you think it could be a nod to the Fisher King? It could be a nod to the Fisher King. I think that is a compelling thing. However, to get like a little bit, a little slightly different thing. By the way, Fisher King, Terry Gilliam movie, Robin Williams, really good if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm talking out of the side of my mouth. (laughs) So, I don't think that the writers actually put any thought into this. But the the Rat King... (laughs) Yes, fuck. <laughs> the Rat King is wearing a crown. What did Jughead wear? A, a crown. crown. And also, he has the eyes like the Mothman. He's got those Shh. red goggles but on. Also, if Jughead just wrote a whole book about secrets that he and his friends went through, what does that make him? A fucking rat. I Whoa. think that he oh. went down into the sewers and. Because he he did the dirty laundry. He he aired the out to dry. He put the dirty fucking laundry out there. Oh, you have to put it out when it's clean. Mm -hmm. So he went down there and he hallucinated a monstrous vision of himself. But the problem is that Jughead is a known narcissist. He doesn't think about anyone except for himself. Exactly. And this is where I bring up my second favorite quote of the episode. I was very eager to join the Rat King's domain. He had a nightmarish hallucination of a grim version of himself. Very excited about it, though. And was like, I'm fucking in. Does that mean you <laughs> like Jughead more? I mean, I like Jughead. I dislike Cole Sprouse. Yeah, well, that's a good yeah, I've yeah. always liked Jughead. I like Jughead more knowing he's a fuck up. And especially now when I do like this whole line. So he's so the Rat King wanted to be entertained. So he stands and he reads him his entire novel that he read supposedly. or wrote, supposedly. But then while he was doing it, or at least in his mind, he wrote down the story of the Rat King in the margins. So, so like, I guess what they're to, we're supposed to believe by the end of the episode was that he obviously didn't run into any real Rat King. He went down into the sewers with a copy of his book, wrote down the story of him meeting this Rat King in the margins, and then... The rabies made him think it actually happened. (laughs) Again, rabies and carbon monoxide are well-known hallucinogens. I can't believe that this man, Riverdale, is just this episode alone, a family of serial killers, carbon monoxide-induced trauma Mm -hmm. and hallucinations, and rabies. Two separate storylines with hallucinations in it. It was great. Honestly, well, also, though, if you think about it, Betty's going back to her trauma is, is also like a different kind of a hallucination. She's definitely day. dealing. So you got two people with PTSD. Yeah. You got two. Uh, you got three. I think the drughead because like he fell through a sidewalk and then I, was so covered in rats that gave, he couldn't speak. The, and they gave him a prophylactic rabies shot, which I need to throw this out there. Rabies is lethal, and if you don't Ooh. get a shot real fucking quick, you will straight up die for from it. three days? I, you could he last three days? I don't know. Ooh. He might be able to last three days, I guess. But he couldn't like, even scream, Jeff, because he was worried the rat was going to go into his mouth. Ugh. Or maybe he was worried the rat king. You know, I'd be scared of that guy, too. Great fashion sense. Very dirty. I liked that crown made of an old coffee can. It was pretty sick. It was pretty sweet coffee. But who saved him when he was after he was done with the Rat King, but in reality just covered in rats and Another living? Another hallucination. Another hallucination, but this time it was good Betty. It was Betty from high school Betty, not high current school Betty. Betty. High school Betty, because apparently New York flushes the sewers every couple of days. I Yes, I, I don't know don't what think the, that, that is doesn't true, sound true. But he's got rabies, and now he's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! But he is going to now. I guess I would assume 
He's going to go make his amends now. I really hope that he doesn't try to get back together with Betty. I can't. No, no, no. Do you think that they're actually going to follow through on him doing 12 steps? I fucking doubt. No, 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 no. They'll, 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 hop, they'll hop along. Sure, 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 sure. I'm shocked that they actually, like, depicted EMDR in a realistic way. There's Even no way he's going... he wasn't following he... her fingers God, with Okay, so we're jumping eyes. back. So Archie's in the therapy. EMDR. First two words, eye movement. What does he do? Not move his eyes. He's seeing dead guys. <laughs> but he is being haunted by all of those men that died under his command. It's Why did all the men die and he survived? He's a very bad sergeant. <laughs> I mean, I don't know a whole lot about war, but I would assume that, like, does that happen a lot? I mean, I guess in trench warfare. In trench warfare. And the dysentery alone. People are just dying by the bucket. Left and right. That's... Get those dogs out of there. Get the dogs out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we sang? <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. So that's what's going on. Now he's got to go apologize. I guess he's going to go apologize to Betty, but she's like in the process of, you know, Doing other He's gonna things. walk in there and be like, "So I'm here to make Babe. my amends," and she's just gonna be like wiping blood off a chainsaw and be like, "I don't have time for this. I kill people now. Get <laughs> out of here." Juggle lots happen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts back to our vignettes of evil have come to a close. So it cuts back to. Cheryl has one last painting to show Minerva, Minerva at the end. And my favorite was that Jeff said to me, he's like, yeah, I bet it's a painting of her eating her out. And then behold, it was a picture. I think it was like a Cupid. They were like angels. It was, the, it was of the two of them embraced, wearing almost nothing as angels, like about which, to make out. Which I'm going to throw out there is like, much more sexual than just a painting of someone eating at someone else. Completely. It was actually very beautiful. I think that if someone made that for me, I'd be like, all right, I guess I'll have sex with you. I understand. I haven't made you that painting. They've won you. Yes. In this transaction of Thank love. you. Thank you for giving, you're just like Alice Cooper right now. Thank you, you for giving me permission. the permission. But you also have my permission to kill them after. Oh, me. that's nice. Thanks, you're welcome. You. You're good to me. <laughs> So, of course, what do they do? And since of they Cupid, fuck. they fuck. And Psyche? And Psyche? Is this a, uh, now I'm now I'm dumb. I don't know nothing about art. Cupid and Psyche? Psyche? Psyche! Psyche! Um, it is a painting. <laughs> <laughs> Cupid and Psyche? I don't psyche. think it's, is it Psyche? Is the story originally from Metamorphoses written in the second century AD? Of course it is. Um, That's the thing I love about Riverdale is that like, Great As, references. That's why it could be a reference to the Fisher King. It very well could be a reference to Fisher King. I mean, like, they're very good with their references. I think that this is like Riverdale's oh, really. Oh, yeah. Look at this sculpture. Sorry. Psyche revived by Cupid's kiss. That is the that's the sculpture that it, the painting is based on. Oh, yeah. I'd fuck that sculpture. So, yeah, I'd fuck that sculpture. Man, I'm looking at this angel's butt right look now. At cheeks, dog. Oh, I just want to grab on that Ooh. butt. Um, so they're going to go have sex because Minerva's got to go to South Africa to go buy more paintings. So <laughs> she's got to get right on out of there. Doesn't have time to donate towards the church. I'm sure we'll deal with the church in the next episode. Um, I miss the parents. I miss the parents, too. I didn't. I thought that the show could like really stand up without the adults in there. And they're just like, well, let's just make them adults now. No, they just seem like. Like like kids, like they seem like little rascals who have have can buy booze now. Although I will say, this was an adult episode. This is a very adult episode. It's just so weird. It's very very weird. Remember when um Archie was teaching football? Remember when he was a football coach? <sighs> Uh, Archie's been a lot of things. I really like how Cheryl <laughs> lampshaded that. She's like, what haven't you been? You've been a soldier, a fireman, a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker. <laughs> and now you he's a miner. Mine, of course Archie he can. Kins. And you know what? He did. Mine and they we did. love him for it. And that is our episode of Riverdale. Um, Jeff, do you have any future hypotheses? Of what could possibly happen. Future hypothesis. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, thing one is the serial killer family. The serial okay. killer family, I think, is either going to be related 
to Hal Cooper. Okay. Because he died off screen. I don't believe he's dead. No. Um, or the, uh, Chuck and Charles, the murder brothers. The murder Oh, brothers. Chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chick. Chick yeah, 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 the murder brothers. Charles and Chick are going to be with the murder family. I also a thousand percent believe that Betty's FBI boyfriend is the trash bag killer. I like that. Also, bitch, Glenn. Real quick, wasn't this episode the first time we've heard that guy's voice? What guy? The trash bag killer. This is the first time we heard him talk, right? I feel like we've heard it in passing, like in that scene. Mm. But maybe we should have paid closer attention. Because I heard his voice. And that was definitely the voice of a younger man. Guy in his twenties, really? thirties. It definitely because he didn't have any like gravel to it. It was a, it was a young, clear voice. It would also make sense of why he would know she got away from him. But he also Glenn really doesn't like her because he is on the lonely highway right now. Remember? Yeah. Because he's the one that set up the FBI sting on the lonely highway. Oh my God! Do you think Glenn comes from the murder family? <gasps> Maybe that's his brother, and it's a, just like oh. <gasps> And also, Glenn does kind of look like Chick and Charles. I but don't think he was. Maybe I just think that. all white men with blonde hair look the Absolutely. same. Absolutely. That is what's what happening. Very possible. <laughs> or another long lost brother. We haven't had a long lost twin brother in, in at least a season. In, at least a season and a half. Um, so, what's your prediction based off of this episode? Oh, I don't even know. I'm worried about where Veronica is. I think that uh, I just all I I just really hope that Betty and Jughead don't get back together. I really want Betty and Tabitha to get together. Yeah, I don't think Betty and Jughead are going to get back together. I just think that somewhere, wherever Veronica is, she's doing something stupid to her dad that's going to blow up in her face. Daddy! Daddy, I'm going to steal your investors, Daddy. Oh, God. Oh, I forgot about the investors from last episode. Yeah, also, isn't Reggie working in her jewelry shop? He can just, like, like, just like, hey... Hey, Ronnie, I can't come in for the next couple days. I gotta go mine. Yeah. And then she's just sitting there watching in mine. We gotta get out of here. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. And Jeff, thank you very much for sitting in and um, having our late night conversation just recorded this time. It was, this was great. Thank you so much. Anytime, I love. <laughs> I love you guys. I said it when I was invented to Jeff. Oh, <laughs> Um, And uh, next week we will be back, I think. I guess we'll be back. We never know whenever Riverdale episodes are going to be released. I think that we will be back next week. And um, if not, keep Riverdale in your hearts for as long as you'll allow it. I gotta go. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 